grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Walking down from our house. Um, Hello, you've just hit play on Put Down Your Chainsaw, the podcast where we discuss important comedy albums and singles, then make up facts about them. Some facts are kind of true, but most of them are for entertainment purposes only. If you're curious about the actual facts of the subjects we cover, please independently verify them and do not rely upon us as a source of factual authority. If you have not heard the recordings we're talking about today, please pause and make yourself familiar because we will only be playing the shortest of clips for demonstrative purposes. Woo! And it's our Christmas episode today. Merry Uckin' Christmas. Merry Uckin' Christmas. I feel good, man. I'm excited. You can see the presents are stacking up under the tree. There's snow falling on the window panes here in L.A. And mm. if you're like us, I, I, I feel that general Christmas cheer throughout my heart. I'm excited to go home for Christmas. I always am. Montana's a good place to be in Christmas. Yeah. Last year, though, it didn't get above zero degrees Fahrenheit the two weeks that I was there. Not a single day. I bet there's someone in your family that looks exactly like Santa Claus. Yes, that is correct. I'm uh, not naming any names, but uh, <laughs> when I was a child, they dressed up as Santa Claus. Just needed the suit. Their beard isn't white, so they just oh, put the really? white beard on. I've done what I do every year and uh, go into Kenneth Hahn State Park, find a pine tree, cut it down illegally, and spray it with purple spray paint and put it in my house. Great. This year, I just found one in my yard and chopped it down. Well, that's yours to do. The landlord said that he was going to chop it down anyway at some point, so I think I just saved him some work. Except that it fell on your house and broke a window. The apartment behind me, it fell on their apartment. They're not stoked about it, but... They understand it's Christmas. I got them a panini maker. I wrapped it up. I took it over. A little damage control, literally. Hopefully, when we host our annual block party, they'll bring it and make paninis for everybody. So you kind of made a friend by committing vandalism? Accidental vandalism, Mm, I guess? And putting uh, their lives at risk? Arboreal arson? You turned a Christmas tree into lemonade. Okay, today we're talking about Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, written by Randy Brooks and originally performed by Elmo and Patsy. Elmo and Patsy, whom you all know from Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Yeah. Elmo has gone solo. Elmo and Patsy were married, and I guess the success of having a Christmas song was too much tension on their relationship, and they divorced by the end of the 80s. But Elmo continues on the tradition. Clearly, Patsy wants to have nothing to do with that motherfucker. Well, let me tell you where I first heard about Elmo and Patsy. So I'm scrolling through Pornhub, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm in the vintage section. Of course. Right? And Elmo and Patsy sex tape. Mm-hmm. And it's called Elmo and Patsy Go to Funland. And uh-huh. I think it's like in the throes of their divorce. So it's very angry, very vigorous. Very enticing. They were sort of working out the royalty arrangement. They were were... having sex on a bed of money, presumably earned from the success of this song. They cashed it all in and then put it on the bed. That was their method of separating the cash. If they made love on top of the pile of money, whoever had the most bills sticking to them at the end of the sex, that would be the royalties that they receive. Sort of an unofficial prenup kind of thing. This is already outlined in the event of a divorce. All the current royalties will be liquefied into cash that we put on a hotel bed, king size. Which, you know, they weren't even famous when they got married. I don't even know if they were a musician duo, so that was a lot of foresight on their part. They had a creative spirit early on, and that was one of the things that brought them together. They figured they would make a prenuptial in that spirit, and it was one of the many things that they did together that guides Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I want to talk a little bit about how confused I was when I looked this song up and realized that it came out in 1978, and it wasn't just like a Christmas 
fable. Like it actually existed? Like a standard, yeah. One from like hundreds of years ago. Oh, you thought it had been really, really, really old? I thought it had been passed down over generations. Like a tale as old as time, but a song as old as time. I thought like as a kid, there didn't seem to be any sort of origin. Elmo and Patsy are not lining shelves at the, you know, record stores. Like other Christmas carols. Yeah. Sell better, White Christmas, things like that. Like those songs can be traced back a little bit easier. But until digging around for the podcast, I really did just think this was sort of like a Christmas standard that had been passed down and re recorded by other artists. Well, this is the first iteration of it, like in modern English, but there's a medieval version oh. of the legend. It's proto German. I think it's called Mater unter Elken basically Mother and the Elk. It's a similar story of a tragic Christmas accident between human and animal, but also with the grandmother as the archetype, human at the end of their life. How you return to the animal kingdom and the laws of the jungle, the older you get. It's hard to interpret German folk tales yeah. because they're so twisted. And who amongst us can get into the mind of a German? But it really takes a lot of imagining to be able to conjure up those feelings. Elmo Shropshire is trying to relay it into contemporary terms. I think he does a good job. Not only is it just a good celebration of family and togetherness, but it's also a very revealing glimpse into the Teutonic mindset. I agree. What is this song? If you haven't even heard it. What is this song? It is essentially a country song. Strutter, mid-tempo. And Elmo really turns up. The most annoying parts of country singing, Elmo just goes for it. Some of his enunciations are almost Ray Stevens-like in their annoyingness. You find that annoying, huh? I find Elmo more annoying than Ray Stevens. How so? Just the way he sings. I don't know, man. That really. Man, I love... Love Elmo's voice. Mm, I disagree. Okay, we have a real schism. Like it's, I, I love Elmo's voice. Clear that it's good. Like I, you know, it's objectively musical. Music, music, but music, music. I just, it's a little soft, but a little young. A lot of old. A lot of old. We're also proud of Grandma. I can't even do it. Yeah. It is so much his very own. I mean, I can't even... No, I know. It's unique in all the wrong ways. <laughs> all the right ways. All the wrong ways. And he really delivers. He's telling a story. His vocal delivery definitely is hitting the pitches, but sometimes going out of the pitches to add emotional emphasis in just all the right ways. And a couple, like, over-the-top, goofy... The ending, he oh. just goes b bananas yeah. when he's talking they about... They should never give a license yeah. to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with it! Like, he breaks it completely there. It's not mm. even, like, on time. It's just like, I am going to talk. And also, that little couplet there begs the question. He's talking about giving a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. Does that imply that Santa has a driver's license? And if so, where was Santa born? Or where was he registered? He Where's his license. license registered? Yeah, what's his full name? Is it Alaska. Like John Claus? I wish I could give you a funnier answer, but it's Alaska. And I just wanted to follow that up with uh, fucking duh. Does he have a driver's license for all of the nations of the world? Or just like the ones that no. celebrate Christmas? No, he gets a temporary license for one night. Um, What's his passport? A, it's a Taft-Hartley. He gets a Taft-Hartley. Is his passport just for, full of stamps? Does uh, he need a passport if he's flying his own small no, aircraft? No, it's just airspace. It's a temporary landing. He is getting an airport landing permission for every airport in the world. And that's it. Chimney are registered as airports. If you've ever bought a house that has a chimney in it, you know that the FAA will come by and actually do an inspection of your chimney because they're considered runways. You basically have a small little miniature airport in your house. He just gets a global landing permit for one day. That does clear it up. 
let's talk about how gruesome this is, you know? Like, Grandma got drunk. She forgot her medication. She's got hoof prints on her forehead. Grandma got messed up. It was a violent, tragic death. They give us just the right amount of information, right? We don't know too little. Mm-hmm. But we don't know too much. You know, it's not talking about like, grandma's brains were in the snow. She got drunk. She didn't take her meds. Hoof prints on the forehead. And hey. claws marks. Which implies that Santa Claus got in on the act as well. In the video that was made years after, Elmo Shropshire, to clear up a few misconceptions about the lyric, he sort of acts out and provides hints, giving relevance to some of the lines in the songs. One of them is the claws marks. After he's insinuating that he's committing incest with Cousin Nell, since Grandma's been gone, he's, he's gambling with her and watching football. And there actually was a love scene between the two of them that they left on the cutting room floor wow. between Grandpa and Cousin, Cousin Nell. Nell. When the Claus Marks line comes up, you see he makes his eyebrows go up. As if to say, of course, because that's how Grandma likes it, and that's how she asked for it from Santa. So was it Grandma was on top of Santa or below Santa or whatever, and the reindeer got jealous and then ran over Grandma? No, it's claws marks, C-L-A-U-S. So Santa C- took off his gloves it's also and he's got C- claws underneath the gloves. Right, C-L-A-W-S. Well, I think that Santa Claus should save his claws claws for Mrs. Claus. I, a, a claws agree. How about a nice round of a claws? <laughs> So, Grandpa's pretty nonchalant about the whole thing. Grandpa's loving it. Grandpa's sitting in the corner like, man, I hope they don't find out that I paid Santa. If you hear Randy Brooks in interviews, the guy who wrote it. He sounds like this. Hey, I'm Randy Brooks. The demos, there was really no reason for Elmo Shropshire to actually do the voice. Pretty much Patsy sang all of his parts in a Randy Brooks impersonation, and then Elmo Shropshire took credit for everything. Patsy plays all the instruments. Friggin' Elmo, dude. Elmo is a businessman. And he's a veterinarian, apparently. Randy Brooks talks about his main inspiration for this song. He's always stating it's the Rolling Stones. The thing that's the most inspiring for him is their ability to make very dark themes and lyrics come across joyfully or come across in their Rolling Stone, a party dance way. Really, this song is about a tragic and violent death that they're all thrown off about that's currently happening. It's Christmas right now. Grandma got run over Christmas Eve. It's currently Christmas. It's Christmas Carol. This is not a summertime hit where they were calling what happened last Christmas. You're hearing it as it happens. They're outside somewhere near the house. They're addressing the sort of BDSM relationship Grandpa and Grandma had. They don't address where the body goes. Do they leave Grandma outside to preserve in the frozen tundra? They still don't even know if they should call the police. It's that close to the scene of the crime, to the time of the incident. The police do show up, actually, in the video. Elmo wanted to clear up. At what time do the police arrive? Because that's a huge question that you have listening to the song. Is someone going to do something about this woman who's just been run over by a reindeer? Yeah. In the video, he shows us really who's at fault, and it's the kids. Um, they basically create this sort of magical tableau perfect replica underneath the Christmas tree of their town with their house and grandma's house. Then they created a effigy of grandma and had her walking through the snow and then they had Santa's sleigh and they enacted the violent tragic end to grandma. You see it all play out in the video. Continuing on with this tragic tale, fig pudding. It's gross. 
Fucking disgusting. Disgusting. And then there's the final verse. It's a plea to start a Elva file yeah. registry. Like a neighborhood watch for yeah. a holiday. For people who figures. hang out with elves. It's not just you shouldn't give a license. It says to, he to plays someone who hangs with out elves. With and someone that is so specific. That's not someone you want in the neighborhood. No, you don't want an elf diddler running around the neighborhood. I don't exactly. even want presents from an elf diddler. Santa Spacey over here. Kevin Claus. Does Santa exist? As per the song or in actual reality? In reality. Does Ooh, Santa exist? Are there grandmas getting mowed down? Is this a non-fictional song? You know, I think there's a person who might know this. We're going to give a call to our grandma expert, my grandma. Hi, Jacob. Hey, grandma, how are you? I'm good. Just finished scrubbing and doing the floors. So. That's awesome. How's uh, your day been so far? Good. Good, good. Cool. Well, I'm here with my podcast co-host, Justin. He's going to say hi real quick. Hi, Grandma Kay. Hi, Justin. How are you? Good. Good to meet you. It was nice meeting you. Thanks for coming on our podcast. No problem. I hope. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take good care of you. We have a couple questions. You're our grandma expert for the episode. Oh, okay. We're talking about the song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Mm-hmm. And this is our Christmas episode, so we, we wanted to ask you a few things from your perspective. Uh, the first question is, do you feel that this song unfairly targets grandmas? No, not really. Okay, could you explain that a little more? Oh, it's just a song, and Grandma shouldn't have been drinking and having so much fun, so, you know. Amen. I agree. Grandma okay. was acting irresponsibly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very much. Well, this next question is a little more personal. Have you ever had an incident with a reindeer? No. Okay. Not lately. Not lately. So maybe when you were younger? Well, I think it was Bambi. But yeah, scared me to death. Do you think that this song is due for like a 2018 like reboot where the, maybe the gender is swapped and Grandpa gets run over by a reindeer? Well, that would be fine. No, I guess that's not very nice to say. Hey, you do you, Grandma. You can say whatever you want on this podcast. Yeah, I don't. Grandpa's not listening, so we're all yeah. right. Yeah, we can do Grandpa if you want. But <laughs> I think it's cute. Yeah, so do you remember the original recording, the Elmo and Patsy one? Oh, I don't know if I do or not. I just know I've heard it, you know, in the last 10 years. So. Fair enough. Just a couple more for you. Does Santa Claus exist? Only in our minds. Oh, okay, because okay. we were wondering if this song was fictional or non-fictional, so I think you've mm-hmm. led us down the path of fictional. I think so. Okay, well, one last question, Grandma. What did you get me for Christmas? I don't know. I haven't got a list yet. Uh-oh, that's, that's my own fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get you that to you. I'll give a list. Yeah, no, I know. You're absolutely right. How could you ask that? I just want to say that Jacob did not clear that question with me. Before he asked you, I don't think it would be fair <laughs> to ask you before Christmas about what you're going to be giving him. I think that's just, it was rude. I think it was out of, out of turn. And I just want yeah. you to know that I wouldn't have supported that if he asked me. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you want for Christmas, Grandma? Well, you could come home. That would be good. Okay, uh, I can do that. I will give you a call either later tonight or this weekend and we can chat for real. Okay, that sounds great. Awesome. I was afraid you were going to ask me something embarrassing. No, just if you've ever met reindeer. Okay, thanks, Jacob. Thank you, Grandma. You too. Love you. Mm -hmm. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, that was our grandma expert, Grandma Kay. How about a round of applause?
Wish I could make phone calls that well. She comes from a generation that talks on the phone yeah. and gives good answers. Right? She, yeah. I, she was, like, party lines were still around when she was growing up. That was her comfort zone. I think it makes the song even better for me, knowing mm-hmm. that it's fictional, because it's such a well-spun yarn. Right. And um, some of the most well-spun yarns come from nonfiction, but the fact that this one was made up completely makes it an even more well-spun yarn. It exists in the world of imagination, which is inside of all of us. Even a tragic accident where a grandmother can be mauled. Anyone can be mauled, as your grandma was saying. It doesn't matter that it's grandma's. She doesn't relate to it because they said grandma. Let's do it to grandpa. Grandmas are a very big demographic. We should not pigeonhole grandmas down to the type of people that would just get willy-nilly run over by reindeer. This particular grandma was acting like an asshole. Went out in the snow without taking her medication and drinking too much. That's a big moral dilemma, but sometimes old people are people too. They do the wrong thing. Okay, wait. I think I found a plot hole. Okay. Grandma's walking home from Christmas Eve, but Grandpa stays behind. Why is that? I think we know. You know, nothing good comes out of this song. <laughs> when you really ponder the facts of it... Yeah, no, you're right. It just gets worse and Grandpa worse and worse. Grandpa paid Santa, and he put a hit on Grandma. Any point in this yeah. song will lead you down a spiral of despair and horrifying realizations. That's nuts, dude. Talking about going down vortexes of terror holes in... 2016, Ray Stevens covered this song. I saw that. That powerful a country novelty redundancy? Creates a space-time continuum. Well, it it put a rupture in the space-time continuum that created an interdimensional portal that allowed for the Donald Trump as president reality stream to enter ours. What? You got Ray Stevens, man. But here's the good news. There's a solution. So if we want this dimension to return to its original continuum... Ray Stevens has to get run over by a reindeer. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was going to say Elmo Shropshire needs to cover Ahab the Arab. I'm down for either. Please let those happen. I also want to talk about the uh, Bob Rivers parody. It's called Osama Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Wait, who did that? Bob Rivers. Oh, the Twisted Christmas. If Ray Stevens is the Beatles and Elmo Shropshire is the Rolling Stones, then fucking... Bob Rivers is Wham. Do not besmirch the good name of Wham. Okay, let's reframe this. Okay. If Ray Stevens is... No, who's who's Thor's father? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I just watched Ragnarok a couple weeks ago and okay. I don't remember. All right, so if Ray Stevens is Thor's dad and then Elmo Shropshire is, is Thor, Thor then Bob Loki. Rivers is Loki. So everyone who's not familiar with Bob Rivers now completely understands. Yeah, we might have to talk about, about this Bob Rivers album. The Twisted Christmas? No, it's, this one's called White Trash Christmas. It's got Osama got run over by a reindeer. What if Eminem did Jingle Bells? Playing reindeer games, hell yeah, my friend. Grab Rudolph's horns, see how far they bend. Before you induce a seizure in me, <laughs> I think we should analyze the tendency for certain parody music performers to turn slightly right. As they enter the older years. Mm-hmm. Also, I think this happens with prop comedians. Does Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer lean slightly right? I don't know if Elmo Shropshire has been leaning right. I feel like he might be, but I don't know if the song does. I th- I'm just talking about later in their careers. Because the Bob Rivers Twisted Christmas, which came out in the 80s, yeah. and is pretty spectacular, I don't recall it leaning right. So well, his- 2002 album definitely does. Would you open your dead grandma's gifts? They discuss it in the song, and they they decide to put them back. 
but I would open them up. I would definitely open them up because I'm not a disrespectful, complete yeah. fucking narcissistic asshole. We, we need to really stop considering the things. It, you just go to a bad place every time you think about every line. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a really tragic dark song. It's a can of worms. And I really can't wait for the sequel, Grandpa Got Gunned Down by the FBI. Grandpa Got Gunned Down by Plainclothes Individuals. That's what Elmo Shropshire would have sung. And then the third song in the trilogy brings back Grandma's ghost. And she's like warning the narrator of the first song not to drink too much or forget to take their medication because they've now grown up. So Grandma's ghost came back to warn me. Like a Shakespearean sense. You can say there's no such thing as ghosties. But as for me and Grandma, we've been talking. Let's talk about the production. Layers of guitar work. That Elmo then gets his voice all over. Okay, so you don't <laughs> like his voice. We've got that. Can we can we talk about guitars for Absolutely, a little bit? Is yeah. that all right? Yeah. Okay. Did you notice that there were good guitars in it or your heart so full of hatred that you were just blinded? You were seeing nothing but red. I noticed that there were good guitars in it, yeah. It sounds like a well-mixed like lo-fi song. It's got a very like homey feel to the recording. To me, it sounded like analog Nashville. Like a 70s, early 80s Nashville. Had that would make sense, 1978. Really, yeah, really good reel-to-reel type recordings. Super quality, but that sort of natural, quote-unquote, sound. Yes, very, very natural. Yep. Yes. It sound, it's a very organic-sounding song. It's also San Francisco production, Grateful Dead-ish. I want to read this anecdote. The song gained notoriety at Davenport, Iowa radio station WLLR in 1985 when a disc jockey played the song 27 times back-to-back during the morning show before station management was able to stop him. The disc jockey, who was suspended, was reportedly depressed and upset that a co-worker had left employment at the station to work out of state. And how did they deal with those feelings? By playing this song 27 times in a row. Can't blame them. During the morning show, I mean, that's how I'm going to deal with my problems now. If ever I'm upset or I'm sad, I'm depressed. But the cleansing and the healing comes from not me hearing it 27 times, but knowing that other people are hearing it 27 times. So I'm going to be playing it through multiple speakers as loud as possible. Not that you are reveling in the dysfunction of the family pondering her tragic demise, but that everyone else is suffering so that your mood by measures will be better. Randy Brooks and Elmo Shropshire were constantly having arguments about the meaning of the song. Elmo Shropshire, one of his main influences and one of his idols is uh, Bella Lugosi. And his tribute to him is in the picture of Grandma where the eyes appear and they're sort of awkward but lit differently. And you can see it's a cut-in. That's his tribute to Bella Lugosi. Randy Brooks is not a Bella Lugosi fan. Oh, Steve Cropper plays on it. Oh, Cropper. the infamous Cropper family. He was in Nashville for a while doing yeah. session work in Nashville. His grandson is Jason Cropper, who wrote the guitar part to My Name is Jonas, which appears as the first track on Weezer's Blue album. Is it ran over or run over? The appropriate. I think it's rung. Grandma got rung over no. by reindeer. Grandma got runded. That's what it is. <laughs> Grandma, Grandma got runded over by reindeer. Bella Lugosi gave a hand job to Johnny Cash. <laughs> Maybe the most ridiculous thing we've ever said. <laughs> If you like this podcast, you're a certain type of person. And I bet you know someone else who will like this podcast for the exact same reasons you do. They're going to be so happy if you tell them about it. Plus, then you could discuss the episodes together. And if you still want to discuss more, reach out to us on Twitter at Put Chainsaw, Instagram at Put Down Your, or on Facebook at Put Down Your Chainsaw Pod. Leave a review on iTunes. It helps them prioritize us, which helps others find out about us. Did you see my new headshot? That's pretty good. Yeah. 
grandmother got ran over by a reindeer. Ending Slate. Put down your chainsaw! Was produced and edited by Jacob Godby and Justin Asher. Recording, mixing, and music was by Justin Asher for mnemonic recordings. Also, thanks to Genius.com. Special thanks to Jacob's grandma, who we will give absolutely no information about, for obvious reasons. Please leave her alone. And finally, thanks to the listeners of this podcast, especially everyone that's written reviews on iTunes and given us a holla on the socials. We're taking two weeks off to make sure our families haven't frozen to death. But we'll be back, back, back with back. some real freaking bangers in the second half of this, our first season. We'll see you yo, 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 yo. in 2019. Mnemonic Recordings. <laughs>